In the motion picture industry, the star vehicle is a tale as old as time, a way to take a bankable star and rake the public for some extra cashola before they move on to a newer make and model. We know referring to human actors as objects isn't great, but we do love a solid star vehicle. When was the last time you said no to an Angelina Jolie movie? Um, never. Do we care about plot and solid writing? Nope. Not when Julia Roberts graces our screen. So, we're watching movies the way your mom watches them. We are asking a lot of questions we'll never have the answers to, but we're keeping our eyes peeled for the stars. Movie critics, we are not. But that won't stop us from preserving this sacred art form. Join us each week as we recap, reframe, and sometimes rewrite your favorite star vehicle. Every time I go to record, I have to burp. It's so gross. You don't, I mean, you don't have to. You're well, like choosing. Oh my the, God, you is, think is a burp a nerv- is a choice? <laughs> is it a nervous burp? Are you like letting out your anxiety? No, it's just like breakfast. <laughs> oh. Wait, folks at home. Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Star Vehicle. Steven thinks a burp is a choice. I think in most scenarios, a burp is a choice. I oh think. Oh my God. You and my sister would love each other. <laughs> the only thing, like, it's like my, my, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people, like, are, will say, oh, I the only, yeah, the only thing I don't have is self control. And I'm like, that's the only thing you do you have. You do have. Like, that's actually what, that's actually what you have. You're just choosing not. <laughs> To exercise it. What I will say is like a burp out loud is a choice. Like a belch out loud. But yeah. I don't I don't think you can like you can't stop it if it's happening, but like I will just cover my mouth and do it silently. Right. That's the part that's involuntary. You're like, it's still a maybe, choice. Bitch. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'd have to get I'd have to get a I have to get a medical expert. I don't know. Oh my god. I'd be, I'm willing so to telling. take your word for it for now. Personally, like, I can't. You're like I don't burp. Physically, I don't I burp. Don't. Physically, I don't. I don't, don't. I don't bloat. <laughs> I don't bloat. <laughs> Just not. It's a gift. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> not in my purview of things that that I do. Well, aren't we just perfect, Stephen? Thank you. Wish we could all be like you. Get on the Peloton at a tight five a.m. <laughs> Pedal, pedal, pedal. <laughs> pedal, pedal, pedal. Have your whole day done by noon. <laughs> There's this mom influencer that I follow on Instagram, and she has like no idea who I am. And she. I was like, let's plug her. Who is she? she <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, it's like, I have like such a complicated relationship with this woman. And she is on Peloton too. And of course, they follow her profile. She doesn't follow me back. And I saw this morning that she was on a ride, and I was like, Oh my god! If I join that ride, I could give her a high five. And did you? No, because I didn't like the class she chose. And but I was this close. (laughs) She lives in Arkansas. It's way too far. (laughs) It's weird. I understand that, like that proclivity you have to do that. Because remember when I was obsessed with Shaleen? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's like you build like that. you build these people up and then yeah, you have a real relationship with them in your head in your head <laughs> i was like oh my god she's gonna know who i am it's like yeah babe, who who cares even yeah this 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 woman like 
yeah, I just, it goes back. She had a blog and she had a blog and everything. Oh, so you've been a follower for a while. Yeah, well, she she used to be like a marathon runner. And she, like part of the appeal of her is that she would make a terrible mistake every time she ran a race. Like she would fall or drop all of her stuff. (laughs) (laughs) She would blog about it and they would be, it got to the point where she was like honestly making things up. Because, like, she would always miss her target time by, like, a minute, allegedly. And it was always because she, like, dropped her wallet, like, at mile 20. And it was, like, okay. Sweetie. (laughs) Babe. So I, like, live for her. I I live for her, like, flirtation with the truth. So. No, I'm obsessed with that. A marathon runner who, for all intents and purposes, should probably be very type A, very, like, go-go person complaining about a minute because she dropped. Like she would, she would like set these goals that were not like outstanding goals, just normal goals. And then she never met them, which is fine. But then it was always the excuse. It was always the excuse. Like, ah, and then I ran into my friends and we stopped and talked. I was like, it's a race. Get back out there. (laughs) Get off the bench. Time to play. Well, anyway, sounds a little bit, you know what? I'm not going to put a judgment on it. Good for you, babe. You ran a marathon. Yeah. Oh More my than, god. Okay. Wait. What? What'd you say? Probably have you? You've never. Oh, you've never. I've never run. ran a marathon, and I okay. don't. Probably never will. Probably never will. Actually. I feel like have I said this on this pod before? I always grew up thinking like one day I will probably do this, and like you kind of have like a running list of things you'll do, and yeah. on that list was run a marathon, and then I hit like I don't know like a few years ago, a bunch of my coworkers ran the New York City Marathon, and I was just like, no, nope. I'm not going to run a marathon. Like, I don't care. Take it Why off my list. Why would li- I even Take do that? it off my list. Yeah. And like, just striking it from the to-do list felt mm, amazing. Like, I'm not going to do it. All right. Well, okay, you guys. Four Christmases, 2008, I sat down to watch this, just so excited for a Christmas movie. Um, peek behind the curtain. It's November for us when we're recording this. Yeah, this is this is not technically Christmas season. It's post Halloween though, so I'm ready for I'm ready for Christmas vibes. And I was excited to watch this movie. I was so ready. We were chit-chatting. We thought it might be cool to get Reese was it wow, with their spoon on the channel. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna we get wanted her on. To, we want to debut another star for you guys on the podcast. We know you. We know you've never heard of her. <laughs> and we were just like, okay, we we want to do something Christmassy. And I was like, okay, November has struck. Let's go. I'm so ready for this. Like, I want to just be like enveloped in this warm hug of a Christmas movie. Right. <laughs> I wrote my first note on my pages. Honestly, so ready for this movie. Legit. <laughs> yay. <laughs> I was excited because I love Christmas movies. I love, mm-hmm. I love, who doesn't? who doesn't love a Christmas movie? Uh, so I was excited. It, it was going to be the first Christmas movie for me of the season. At, same for me. Yep. And I was And like, probably I- the next Christmas movie I watch will be the first Christmas movie of the season. <laughs> because this was not. This is not a Christmas this movie. This is not a Christmas movie at all. <laughs> no, it doesn't take any of the Christmas movie boxes is what no. I came to find out. Not a one. And they had, four, they had four at-bats. 
They, they have four chances. <laughs> four chances to hit it. And even some of the players from the first two chances doubled back into the last two chances, and we still just didn't get there. That was the other thing. Some of the people were at multiple Christmases. We could have had was, two. We could have had two Christmases. We could have had two. I was pretty, like... I was pretty shocked by that because I was like, yeah, four Christmases, four separate events. No, no, no. This, the people from one and two just came to three, four. Right. It was it was a redo. I mean, I'm happy to see some of the characters, but I sort of thought, well, this is a lot for one day. This is a lot of traveling. So. I was pretty relieved to see it get nighttime out. <laughs> was that English? <laughs> get, get nighttime out? I was pretty relieved to see it get nighttime. When it like went dark, I was like, oh, thank, okay. Phew. I mean, they, they go to four parties yeah. in one afternoon. And the after, airport. And the, air, <laughs> the airport. In one day. And, and that drive, too, looked remote. Remote, remote. And they weren't going to the airport at like 6 a.m. Like, they were doing tasks in the morning. Then they mm-hmm. went to the airport. Then yep. they went to their first Christmas stop. Yep. Times four. I know. I was tired. Because I'm truly tired. It was an it was it was an exhausting day <laughs> for everyone involved. Yeah. Okay. I mean, four Christmases. Had you seen this before? I don't remember. No. no. Okay. So I saw this when it came out. I remember liking it. I don't remember anything from it. I didn't remember anything the second time around. I think I remembered the bounce house, which we will get to. I I I definitely like remember seeing the promotional poster of like them wrapped up in wrapping paper standing Mm -hmm. on boxes so back to back I think back to back um Mm -hmm. that is etched into my brain but I'd never seen the movie um yeah because I think it was one of those movies that you really just had to be in the right time and place on TBS to catch it otherwise otherwise you weren't going to watch it yeah, if I get if I'm too in the middle of it too, I will change the channel. You're home oh, you, for the holidays with your family. Wait, what'd you say? You only want to watch it if you can start from the beginning. Well, I'm like that with all movies. Like I'm a purist. Oh, oh. <laughs> but with this movie, you can catch it at any point. You, you could can come dip in. in you, you can, can dip out. in and out. <laughs> you could dip in and out for a minute too. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you can watch like one of the four Christmases. Right. It's, you know, it's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure. Right. They could scramble the order of them, and that would also be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'd be down. I'd be so down. <laughs> Cut it down to just two Christmases. Whatever. Like, you can just watch this movie whatever which way you want. Do My mom would the- say, make snow, never mind to me. <laughs> <laughs> which I want to give that to the our audience. Like, I want to give that to you. Wrap your thinking- head. Wrap your head around that one. Wrap your head around that one. I grew up thinking that that was like what you say for, doesn't matter to me. Doesn't matter to me. Makes no never mind. Makes no never mind to me. (laughs) And then I think I said it to somebody in my adult life and they were like, They're like, no. They're like, not not a phrase. Okay, so we'll read the production summary and then we can really get into it. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack. Just wow. Box, yeah, boxes, unpack boxes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, four Christmases. When their plans for an exotic vacation fall apart, unmarried couple Brad, played by Vince Vaughn, and Kate Reese Witherspoon must spend Christmas Day trudging around to a quartet of family get-togethers. <laughs> While Brad counts the hours till he can escape the onslaught of crazy relatives, Kate begins to wonder about her own choices and ponders whether her family members are so crazy after all. They are. Hmm. Spoiler alert, yes, they are. They are. 
That's a great summary. For once, I'm like, wow, that's exactly kind of what happens. It's a pretty, it's very formulaic. It's very, Mm -hmm. it's very, um, there's a structure to it. It's like a play, if you will. This (laughs) is a five act play, (laughs) six act play. (laughs) Now, okay, I'm going to play, I'm going to play word association with you. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to say a phrase and you tell me what's the first thing you think of. Okay. Okay. The phrase is for Christmas. For, for Christmas. <laughs> Chaos. No. Okay. Here's the right answer. The right answer is, and this is the first thing I wrote down on my notebook, is, oh my God, is this going to be like my favorite show of all time? Four Weddings. Have you ever seen oh, Four Weddings? No. Okay. That, that's ha- what you associated it with? No. Like, let it's going to be like that? Now, do you know the premise of Four Weddings? No. Who's okay. in that? Okay. Oh, who is in it? Only 500 brides. It's a reality show on TLC. And the premise is there's four brides and each episode, each bride has their wedding and the other girls go. What is that? Oh, I think it's my door. (laughs) Wrong apartment. Oh, really? (laughs) I remember where we were. So resettle. I actually, okay, so Stephen just had a knock, knock, knock at the door, but yeah. I I remember what you're talking about. This is a reality show for weddings. For weddings, yes, that's right. And they each go and judge each other's wedding, right? Right, thank you. Yes, I've seen this. So when they go to each other's weddings, there's a scorecard that they have to fill out. <laughs> this is a rude fucking show. <laughs> it's my favorite show in the world. And here are the four criteria. Number one is dress, one to ten. Venue. Okay. 1 to 10. Food, 1 to 10. And then the big one, which is weighted higher, but yeah, we don't need to do the math. Overall experience, <laughs> one, to, 1 to 10. So what I was thinking is that as we go through each Christmas party, Let's rate we, them. we can rate them and give them a score based on, based on the criteria. criteria that we have from Four Weddings. Four Weddings. Okay, I'm down. That'll really help me get through this. Yeah. And I think it'll help us be honest with some of these Christmases. Because some of them mm-hmm. I didn't, I did not want to spend time. It just didn't feel Christmassy. But I guess that's the point, you know? They're like these two. They're this couple who's like never going to get married, right? They've been together three years. Also, right. did you feel like, okay, did you feel like they were too old to be like this? They they felt so immature in a way yeah. that was like unbecoming. It wasn't it was, cute. It wasn't cute anymore. Yeah. It, like it I was like, you're 40. I know they weren't 40. Maybe they were like 35, but. They were too old to be acting like this. Let's just say yeah. that. Yeah. First, like right out the gate, I'm like, okay, so we open in a nightclub, which I, d- I didn't remember. No. And a Christmas nightclub. A Christmas themed nightclub. Right. And Vince Vaughn is like picking up Reese Witherspoon. And yeah. did you see the did you see it coming, the twist? Well, no. Because at first I was like, it reminded me of the of um like the sweetest thing. It was so I was it gonna was say so that. crass. I was the like, nightclub. I was like, oh. It was it was it was the nightclub where all the lights are on. I guess because yep. they have to film, but it was so bright. bright in there. Vince Vaughn comes up to Reese, 
mm-hmm. and she introduces herself as as Daphne. Daphne. <laughs> and he's doing everything right on paper and it looks like it's going to be like a really easy little pickup and then she like roasts him back. Yeah. She's like you suck. And then he is like stop stop everything bitch or whatever. He drops bitch really lightly. Like yells it across the Yells dance it across floor. the bar. And then it's like a fun, it's supposed to be a little funny that it's a role play. They're a couple trying to keep it spicy. I knew from the start, I was like, and this is something we've seen before with these movies, but like, they like to play games. They like, they like to think of the, of, of life as a game. And it was, I was like, I don't want to play this game. This is so uncomfortable. This is an uncomfortable game for us. Or just do it off camera. I don't need to see this. <laughs> scene and they make it back they yeah so they we we find out that they are actually a couple they're just doing this like sick inappropriate role play um (laughs) and then they go back to their house yeah beautiful home still couldn't place okay this is where i I thought it was new york city i thought they were in connecticut because she said she she said connecticut (laughs) in the role play and the city was so ambiguous and now i recognize it's i just didn't recognize it because it was san francisco but i was like oh maybe this was filmed as a lot of these christmas movies are like they're filmed in canada canada so i was like maybe this is like toronto and they're just like like uh, ambiguous city apartment I was like, okay, maybe people do think Connecticut is that close that you can see the city from the from the apartment. I thought that. I was like, wow, beautiful home. Where are we? And oh my god, no, Chanel. That bathroom was disgusting. The red oh, you didn't tile. Like the decor. Oh my yeah. god, the red tile in the bathroom was hideous. And maybe it was like his bathroom, and like she had like moved in or something. It definitely scre- masculine. It screamed like. This home is not for a family. Like, that's what the home screamed. A lot of sharp edges. In that regard, success. Yeah. They are so (laughs) anti-family. And they're going to tell anyone who (laughs) will listen. Even if they don't ask. Even if they do not ask. I was confused. I was like, okay, Connecticut. And then um, a little bit later when they're like taking the dance class and everyone's like, when are you going to get married? And they're like, oh, "Oh, we're not going to get married. I thought they were married already. I was like, a role play like this is something a married couple does. They are so, honestly, they are, they got weirder by the second. And when they go to that (laughs) dance class, I was like, you know what these two would be good at? They would be good at being recruiters for a cult. (laughs) The way that they just like steamrolled over people and were just like, you're wrong, yes. you're wrong, you're wrong. Don't you feel like an idiot? Don't you feel like an idiot? Don't you feel like an idiot? And then they'd be like, why don't yeah. you just do what we're doing? Why don't you just do what we're doing? I was like, they are so strange. That's are so I feel strange. Like if we're looking for shorthand of like what you're going to get, I feel like Vince Vaughn is like going to give you that condescending, I'm right, and here's why you're wrong, delivery on most things. So that's yeah. what that weirdo exposition after the dance class was like they just had these two other couples like as a captive audience and they're telling them all the reasons why they shouldn't get married it was very so was you like, do you guys wow you do you and also why are you at the dance class like <laughs> it was it seems like a brag it seemed like they wanted to go and then they specifically wanted people to be like wait you're not married and they're like nope we just have fun we just have fun 24 7 yeah it was just inappropriate given that they looked kind of older 
and I thought they were married. So so the some of the shorthand was kind of failing for me. I was like, I thought you were married. You're behaving like you're teenagers. I thought we were in New York City. Thought we were in New York <laughs> I actually wrote down, it was, it wasn't until after the dance class that I definitively write, okay, we are definitely not in New York City. <laughs> because... I, wrote, I wrote, where is this house? It's Gorge. And then I went back in time to that note and I wrote San Francisco with a circle. It wasn't until they were driving across that bridge, that Golden Gate, Golden, with whatever it's fog. called, State mm-hmm. Bridge. I was yeah. like, okay, we are, okay, for sure, not New San York Francisco. City. <laughs> I just... It's pretty funny that I see a city skyline and I'm like, New York. That's yeah. New York. Well, it was really confusing because the role play said we were in New York City. <laughs> like, why were we lying about that? Like, that's a lot of lies to keep straight during they the role play. They needed us in the test audience because at the end I wanted to be like, I thought we were in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were in Connecticut. Do you know that their Four Christmases timeline would have made more sense to me if they were in Connecticut? Because these locales that they had to drive to and fro right. were like his dad's house was very far in a remote place. Yeah, well, that's... In the mountains. I think you're right. It would have been cool if it was in New York City specifically because mm-hmm. it's so easy to get around like in Manhattan from place exactly. to place from 20... like. To go like uptown to downtown, you could get there in like 20, 30 minutes. Here it looked like they were driving for very long periods hours. of time. Hours. <laughs> hours. And then spending hours at each at each locale. There just I know, aren't I was enough hours. To there just it. aren't enough hours in the day. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, because yeah, like think about it. They could have been at some local airport in New York, maybe they could have been in Westchester, hit one, two in what you know, outside of Manhattan. And then yeah. Christmas three four inside Manhattan. Done. I mean, they they did a whole play. They uh, they 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 performed a play. That was at one insane. of the stops. That was insane. Was so much to do. That but was crazy. Right. Okay, so the more we spend time with them, the more I'm repulsed. And then we find out that Stephen was quite repulsed by their behavior. Um, I oh, you thought you thought they were cute, charming. <sighs> No, I'm trying to like choose my words wisely. Like I told you, it felt inappropriate. It felt ridiculous, but it also felt like I know what this movie's doing. It's you said it in the beginning, I think. It's straight formula. This movie was not straying from any I, sort of step one, two, three, four. I wouldn't have honestly, like, I wouldn't have minded it if there was more Christmas. That's all. That's our I problem. Just, that was the only problem, is that and mm-hmm. I recognize that their apartment couldn't have Christmas decorations because they're not celebrating Christmas. Like I get it, but I, I think I think I would have just felt more comfortable if there was more if there was more garland or more music or yeah more Christmas or tradition. Tree. I wanted some traditions. In Even there. a scene of them just throwing change at one of those Santas on the street. Something to be like caroling caroling i wanted more music we only got christmas in the opening title cards and then again in the ending title cards i was like literally that was really yeah it didn't scratch the christmas itch let's just say but and that will come out in the reviews of each party yes um okay the airport scene that (laughs) you know that song feeling hot 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 is is playing over like i know i know that song Tell me that that song is not like such a time and place for you. It's like, I remember that 
being I feel like it's like 99 2000s that song is everywhere I mean it was when and I think they're celebrating their 20th or 30th anniversary this year I mean it was you know it sandals really put it on the map with their yes (laughs) because the Merryman. I'm looking it up now. Remember when Michael in the office comes back from his trip to Jamaica with a steel drum and he just plays that song over and over again in the office? Op- <laughs> and it's like, and it's not even correct. It's like the wrong melody. So you're, yeah, it's very like sandals. Um, yeah. The, oh my God. Their airport dress was insane. I mean, people people who dress for the destination before they get on a plane—that's wild to me. I mean, you're really you're really cart before the horse. Like, let's. Uh huh. I would never wear the outfit that I want to wear at the locale on the plane. On the plane, it's going to be wrinkly and smelly. Like, why would you wear your beautiful Tommy Bahama shirt? on the Fijian airport swim, airline swim chunks swim trunks <laughs> I just said chunks swim trunks that looked miserable yeah and then they have the two ginormous hats <laughs> yeah. and they stick out like absolute sore thumbs and then again I wish this scene just would have pushed it further like like I wish <laughs> they were re- even more ridiculous like have the sunscreen on already like like make them look insane and then, and then we can have some fun with that. Yeah, I just wrote, who dresses like this at the airport? But I guess it's like a very nice visual when they're arguing with the, with the person over the counter. And they're like, yeah, sorry, but I don't this control is, the fog. Um, we talked about this before when you got your overpriced sandwich. There's, just, there's a certain level of nasty you just can't do in airports because mm-hmm. it, TSA is watching and you have to be careful, people. <laughs> They were he was act- so rude, Vince Vaughn's character. That's what I'm saying. He was really rude to that ticketing agent. Like, Yeah. They're like, sorry, I can't do anything about the fog. Like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, well, we already have couples massages. I'm like, because that logic follows. The guy was like, literally not my... What? Pr- I loved his line, though. I think that they should print that and put it in, like, customer service handbooks. He was like, <laughs> I don't... What was it? Like, I don't create problems. I just fix them or something like that. Yeah, or he's like, I didn't create the fog. I'm just here to deal with it for you. I thought, it was it was very sobering, very grounding for the so movie. So wonderful. I was like, that's really important advice. But yeah. I did think, okay, when the fog first appeared in San Francisco, which is where the movie takes place, I was there they play like a twinkly like as the fog descends on the city. And I was like, is this what? like magical fog? Like, is it gonna make <laughs> Is it going to make things happen? You know, like kooky bodies change in fog. Is, is are things going to happen? It wasn't magical fog. Nope. It was just it was weather. Just fog. It was just fog. And I wonder if that's uh, real because that seems really hard to. I know. I was like, wow, that's like super hard to deal with if that's what you have to go through. Like, I don't know how often this fog would come through. Yeah. I was, I didn't see anything weird about the fog until the airport told us. The fog is bad for flying. I was like, that's beautiful. That's just beautiful. Because you see the fog descend over the bridge as they're driving. I was like, oh, pretty. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess it makes sense. I understand that that is why. And they just needed something to be like, you're not flying anytime ever. So yeah. g- shoo. <laughs> if this were New York, very easy. Sorry, the weather. Now, um, and this is something we we got into with True Lies, but... This movie also continues the conversation on hotels. And there is a big Radisson dig in this movie. If I was the owner of Radisson, I would be in court the next day. (laughs) 
They were so slanderous to Radisson hotels. Yeah, Vince was kind of a dick about it. He's like, oh yeah, you're going to give me a room with the Radisson? Okay, thank you. And I was like, they don't have to get you any room. They were like, I'd rather sleep somewhere else. I was like, I don't know if you can say that. Like, I don't, (laughs) it was really, (laughs) it was really. Is the Radisson good? I think it is. I mean, okay, if we're ranking them, the Marriott from True Lies Lies, is higher than the Radisson, for sure. That's all we need to know. We don't need to go further. I think what they were really trying to get at like an airport hotel, they could have just said airport hotel. The fact that we had to drag Radisson's name through this was... Inappropriate. 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 (laughs) I was like... I just wrote, wow, Vince really got those sick burns in this. Yeah, I was like, do you feel good? Do you feel good about yelling at this ticketing agent? I don't Christmas. Goddamn hat. Yeah. I wanted to see more Christmas cheer too at that airport. Like I wanted to see people ready for Christmas. No, everyone was just normal. Yeah. They could have started to lay like this ground of like, they, they've created this world where they think they're right. But like what we actually need to see are more people around them, like having a better time and them being, them being oblivious to it at this point, like just like cutting to like, um, people with gifts, like, with Santa hats getting on the plane, even in the dance class. I wanted class, to see that. Yeah. Even in the dance class, I think we got a little bit of it. We could have gotten more of those other people just being like, you guys are actually real life crazy people as opposed to just to yeah. start to realize that these two are wrong. Because <laughs> they started to frame, they framed Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon as the only happy ones and everyone else was miserable. Like they go to the... um that like business dinner with his two colleagues. One of them was Kevin from the office. Oh. And they're like, you know, I'm going to go sleep on a cot and be miserable. Cause you know, it's Christmas and Vince Vaughn's like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Which would make sense. But just for this movie, I just feel like we need, I wanted to frame them as like mo- the monsters that they were. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would have been the that- airport. I want to see kids getting airport. presents. I want to see families like running into family each other's reuniting. arms. You're yes, reuniting. families reuniting. Very, very love actually, and they just look like cold-hearted, selfish bitches in their town yeah. of Bahama. That would have been cool. But they so. get they get their comeuppance when <laughs> they do. When a um, um, a junior these. reporter spots them in line. I thought these were funny, and they were clever, formulaic ways to get us. I like this device, this plot. This point. device, yes, it's good. It's it was good. the best. I mean, like, how do you alert everyone in their family that these yeah, two that are they're free, grounded? Yeah, and they they go to interview them, and the the junior reporter is like, you know, where are you gonna go? Like, are you so bummed? Were you supposed to see family? <laughs> I like that. I convinced you to call her a junior reporter. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're an asshole for that. She's just a reporter. Guys. <laughs> you called her that. <laughs> anyway wait i appreciate that self-awareness because you literally did it really funny this is what we're going with yeah (laughs) she's just a reporter i love how i didn't feel like i could change it either no this is what we're stuck we have to stick with it now she will forever be a junior reporter she's just young she's just young she's just young she's just young honestly i i i do think that she a, a seasoned reporter would have approached them ahead of time that's what I'm saying. I'm like, are you cool to be on camera? Yes, no. She's like, but I love alive. that they just kind of get, they get rushed. Yeah. And Otherwise, it's you wouldn't work. Yeah. And then I did, I did appreciate those performances in that moment where Vince Vaughn just kind of goes blank in the face. And they're like, uh, uh. And they're caught. They're caught. Their families they're start caught. calling and they're like, 
come through. And it's really efficient because the movie's called Four Christmases. Let's get to number one, you know? Yeah, let's get to number one. Get me to the first (laughs) Christmas. (laughs) It was interesting, though, how quickly they're just like, okay, I guess we'll just go to four parties this afternoon then. I know, I know. Without the movie any implodes without this. It was this. so quick. Like, oh, all right. And I was like, all right, I guess we're doing this. Because in those moments, I was thinking of like other excuses. Be like, oh, sorry, we have to like wait it out. We have to wait the fog out. Like, we can't leave the airport because something might come up. Right. Like, you know, the excuses you start spinning in your head. They were like, I guess we're going. I guess it only works because. Not only were they caught at the airport, but they clearly weren't going to do the like Angelina Jolie UN work that they had told them that they were going to go do in Burma. So I guess that's the only reason that it works. But um, yeah, like they're pretty much caught in the lies. And also we kind we come to find out that a couple of the parents always knew that they were lying anyway, which of course, Mm -hmm. um, because of the, some of the lies Vince Vaughn was spinning did not make any sense <laughs> no not at all they were anyway so they're they very anyway, quickly cut to they're driving through the mountains <laughs> I was like I guess this is near the airport because <laughs> <laughs> I want to do some mapping granted my geographical and topographical understanding of Northern California is limited but it just yeah. seemed like we were not near San Francisco yeah, fair. Fair assessment. I'll go with that. We they weren't were in the city center. <laughs> not even close. Also to pick At a minimum, this is an hour's drive. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm on board right? with that. Yeah, and um, a beautiful, beautiful. Like if we're going to judge these, I think one of the first things is venue, you said? We have, we have dress, venue, food, which is important, and then overall mm-hmm. experience. The dress, I think what they, we they, can- They wear the same the whole outfits the whole time. But the dress, here's what I want to use the dress category for. I want to say, like, do their outfits and their presentations, not just Vince and Reese, because you're right, they say the same. Do the Mm -hmm. other people scream Christmas in the way that they present themselves? Oh. Holiday party. So just keep that in mind as we're going through it. Venue, of course, will will relate to, you know, holiday decorations. I don't want to just say their house is ugly because it's pretty clear this one. (laughs) And then really try. Food, food is more specific. We know what food is. And then overall experience, that, that, re- that relates to, you know, the vibe and how you would feel being at the party. Yeah. Okay, Do you have I'm any down. questions? No questions. Um, okay. This will be great. This is, this is going to be fun. So let's start. Yeah. We, don't, we don't need to do the rubric right away. We can do it, you know, when we wrap up or as we're just discussing, you know. But mm-hmm. they go to his dad, right? His first? dad, it's Robert Duvall, right? A lot of legends playing the parents in this. I don't know how they conned these people into this movie. I know. What did they do? Like, I feel like a lot of actors might have this bucket list item where they're like, I just want to do one Christmas movie like before yeah. I go, before I leave. Well, I actually think it ties into the sort of thesis of 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 some of these episodes, which is that Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn were big time stars. I mean, they, yep. Reese more so still now. Vince is not. I mean, who who cares about Vince Vaughn? But like, yeah. he peaked I, and fell a little earlier. I bet that it was career wise probably a good idea to try to get into a movie like this because you know there's going to be a lot of eyes on it. I'm sure it yeah. did well at the box office. I have no idea, but 
I know it is a slightly confusing movie, but I guess um, okay. So like the Reese we know today is like producing her own stuff. She's doing the best work of her career now. Yeah. Um, it's really taken super seriously. I'm talking Little Fires Everywhere, where she produced, and Big Little Lies, she produces and stars, and and it's just like the Reese that I know now is like this super serious producer. Um, her stuff has eyes on it like crazy left and right. So to, to see her do this in 2008, I'm like, wait, what? But, you know, maybe it was like a little a little dip in the Reese mobile. How about this? <laughs> I bet she got a nice, nice little paycheck for paycheck. this movie. Okay? I bet she got a nice little paycheck. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think a lot of actors who are known for being more serious, um, I think they want to do comedies. I think they want to have fun on set. The movie has a great premise. Like it really it has a good premise. It's I don't think it worked out as they thought. It wasn't like that magic in a bottle. <laughs> no. But on paper, this is an amazing this is a tight, tight screenplay. Um yeah. I have a screenwriting book and they use this movie oh, as an example. Use it Not as a, to brag. Use it to prop your laptop up. Is that, is that how your camera is up so high? <laughs> um, I'm the kind of person that carries the screenwriting book everywhere I go, like to and from multiple coffee shops multiple a times bo- a day. For a booster seat? And I never open it. I don't oh. crack it not once. <laughs> I don't crack this book. It's just with me at all times. It's in my trunk okay. right now. <laughs> yeah, that's how I am with some of my Marianne Williamson books. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, get back on it. So, so they pull up to this house, which yeah. is in a beautiful location. I will give it that. And it's beautiful. I mean, the yeah. house, this house... I think like what they're trying to tell us is like these people are trash, but the house mm-hmm. actually had like really gorgeous views. And yeah. if they just did a little light reno on the inside, I would be down. Yeah, it was just dated. That's it. No it was problems. Just dated. The bones were there. Yeah, it was cute. And they're immediately painting his family to be, like you said, trash. For um, sure. In like the everyone... most basic way possible. Yeah, everyone is named after, all the children are named after the cities in which they were conceived. Right. And which is crazy to me because Orlando is actually a really cute name. I would it have, is. like, that's it's like a hot name. Yeah, like, keep that keep name. It. What's his real Don't name? Go to Brad. He picked Brad. Oh, Brad? Like, Brad, keep Orlando. I would keep Orlando. Yeah. And later when they're having like a heart to heart, dad calls him Lando, which I'm like, that's so oh, cute. Oh, that's really cute. Well, yeah. when we find out that his name was actually Orlando and Reese was like, don't you think I should have known these things and that this is a problem? I was like, oh my God, this is what the movie is going to be. It's going to be a fact finding mission. And each each, <laughs> each place we're going to learn new information. It's going to be a fact finding mission. And that's what it was. <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> i it's very funny that they painted that as like beat one because then we knew we had to hit another beat where okay in turn he then finds out something about her i know and i love that her thing was like well that was the thing his, they didn't they didn't they didn't measure up hers was like her fear of bouncy houses same. and they his was like the same fundamental information like what's your name <laughs> well yeah and then they tried to really just nail it home with that uh, at the second locale with the picture book and oh they, my god the picture book out, oh my god she so they not only was she afraid of bouncy houses and like known for being like i don't know she had some nickname that i didn't care about that we find out that she like used to be very heavy and the fat oh cam thing was so Dark. so bad so it was dark. really dark 
And then they kind of lead you to believe that she had like a lesbian relationship with this girl in high school. And then you each think? photo was supposed <laughs> to make you die laughing. You're supposed to scream laugh. You're supposed to scream with laughter with each new photo of yeah. like Reese in her like 80s garb and like her girlfriend. Oh my and, God. And his thing was just his names were Lando. Lando. <laughs> it was like. They tried but, to make like three of her things equal like his name. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. I was like, oh, God. This is bad. This is bad, bad. But okay. We're getting ahead of ourselves. House. We're getting ahead of ourselves. His dad's house. It was just chaos. Like, yeah. this was multiple points in the movie. I think we talked about this. I almost needed to put it on mute because I was just like panicking. This scene was actually giving me a panic attack, especially when, okay, so, I mean, the, the, plot, the plot is irrelevant. What happens? <laughs> uh, spoiler, they celebrate Christmas at each at each home. <laughs> So, at barely. one one of barely one of the gifts here is that they give him a, the father a satellite dish, and as they're installing it, I don't even know things go awry, and then yeah, he slips, he falls. Um, people, Brad Vince Vaughn grabs it and like it's like dangling off the roof. It's, it's kind of scary. But they're screaming in that scene. Interior, the baby is screaming, the baby's and screaming. then yes. all of a sudden the 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 satellite falls. It's it's like I. I felt like I was going out of my mind, the yeah. level of noise in this scene. When movies get just loud like this, and that's the point, like the point is to overwhelm, I start <laughs> to kind of panic. I felt I felt nauseous. Like I, I was just really, needed it. I just needed a reprieve. And then they do give it to you. They yeah. give you the baby quiets, he falls, and it's like whew. But I will say this, and I wrote this down. I was like, I will. I am refusing to be conned by this scene. This family, absent these two losers, and I'm talking about Reese and Vince. Yeah. They have a really tight bond. And they yeah. like really, they actually seem the most cohesive and like the most supportive of each other. Yeah, they make sense together. They make they sense love together. They all vibe. Um, his brother and his, I loved his brother's wife, the pregnant wife. Um, oh yeah, she was the only one dressed she for was Christmas. So fun. Oh, she was dressed for Christmas. She was so sweet. She and... was so sweet. She was so funny. Um, her making that casserole in the kitchen just <laughs> killed me. She puts the spray cheese on crackers and passed <laughs> it around, and like we're supposed to be laughing with like Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon as yeah, they like, like what losers. But they're I like, was like they're like no. spray cheese. I was like, you two it's can it's- leave. Yeah, and go to the Rad- like it, go to the Radisson. Okay, exactly, exactly. If you don't like it, get go. out, skedaddle. Yeah, so. I loved her. She was dressed for Christmas in a beautiful green sparkly number. She was making a casserole. She goes, "Hold the baby, I have to do another layer." And she goes and gets <laughs> chips. I think it was like Frida. No, it was like Doritos and Frida. It was so funny. Layer. There, she's taking mayo and she's spreading it on some sausages. <laughs> there becomes like this recurring gag where babies like vom on Reese Witherspoon. Yes, um, don't like vomit, but I liked the punctuation of that joke. It happens all the time. <laughs> you weren't expecting it, yeah. And then it's like, boom. well, not the first time, but then it continues to happen. <laughs> it becomes a recurring theme. Um, I laughed at the baby throw up because I wasn't expecting it. It surprised me, and I love a surprise. Yeah, they violate another cardinal sin. Where would oh, you get your drum out? They, they, <laughs> yes. um. During the gift exchange, they violate the $10 limit. And I thought this was so disrespectful (laughs) because like (laughs) in what world 
do you do I that? Know. Although I would have liked getting an Xbox, so I can understand both sides of the coin. Yeah. I mean, there they were just trying to be like, we didn't know. We didn't know about the $10 limit, which makes sense because they clearly don't talk to their family. Yeah. Um, they so, send their gift. They, they mail their gifts out each year, we find out. So they don't yeah. even go to this. So the kid gets like a beautiful Xbox. Dad gets a um, dish. And yeah, just. Honestly, didn't, didn't there hit. was. I this, wanted it to hit. This first section just it's just chaos it's just chaos and it's not really christmasy like Mm-mm. it felt more like a family drama than a christmas movie <laughs> yeah they're just like you're not around and it was very clear he's not around because he doesn't know anything about this family no thing. and then they're gone <laughs> and then like that they're gone oh yeah but did you think the safe word was going to be more relevant um they before they go to any of the homes they decide they're gonna have a safe word that if they want to leave they're gonna say it yeah they, the safe word is mistletoe yeah they each said their safe word when the other one wasn't around they just like said it to themselves so when they picked the safe word of mistletoe the first the where my mind went was like oh they're gonna say it and it's gonna be it's gonna be manipulated by the other people at the party right yeah, like it's be obviously, like as something uh, else. Or... Obviously, they're going to get in a fight. Like you can tell that from beat one. And mm-hmm. I was like, they're going to say Reese Witherspoon. In my mind, it's going to be like mistletoe, and then they're someone's going to be like, uh oh, and they're going to put it above them, and Ooh, they're going to mistletoe, and they're going to have to kiss at like the most angry moment in the movie. I'm like, that's yeah, where I was this is going. For that. That's where this is going. It doesn't. It just it never. Doesn't. It just. They only say it in absence of the other person. <laughs> they say it in absence of the other person, and then it's a, a device, I guess, for a quick cut to the car. Like yeah, it does sort of. We're out. It does end the party, but it doesn't end it in the way that it's supposed to work. <laughs> <laughs> so party number one. Um, I love the the brother's wife. I love the sister in law. She yeah. is amazing. I um, would give this one. Okay, the food. I would give an eight. I loved yeah. all the food. The, Me too. The venue. The crackers and cheese and the casserole. The venue, I would give a seven. Oh, I might give the venue a 10 because it's like just the prettiest locale I've seen. The, That's pretty crazy, I know. The dress, no one's dressed for Christmas except for the one person. Yeah, and that woman gets points for that green dress because so it she is gets the most f- Christmassy. So we'll give them a five. And then okay, if we have overall to. experience, I would give a nine. Or I'm, trying to weigh it. I'm trying to weigh it against the others, and this is one of the better ones. Yeah, nine for me. The overall experience, just because I feel like absent those two, this was a fun party. This is a fun party, and everyone is on board. And they were going to continue to have even more fun after they leave. <laughs> yeah, I imagined that. <laughs> okay, so they leave the first one, and then they go to her mom. Yeah, and she's like, beware. It could be a real cougar town <laughs> at my mom's house. I enjoyed I, I enjoyed this group of, of characters. This is my favorite group. I knew it would be your favorite as well. Yeah. These are all my favorite women, but they didn't use Carol Kane at all. She's the you wouldn't have even spotted her. I'm well, was gonna, sure. well, it's like I only knew it because I looked at the cast list, but like Yeah. She wasn't in the movie. Not you know at what all. I mean? Like she wasn't. I'm any- starting to think there's a director's cut floating somewhere where we have Carol Kane talking, just I mean, saying anything. We get tons of Kristen Chenoweth, which is fine because she does a really funny job. But like, she does a great job. 
They're the other person not in the movie. <laughs> yeah, this is my favorite bunch. I love Mary Steenburgen. She has like a thing for like the pastor, the local pastor, the local pastor of like the mega church. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, Kristen Chenoweth is killing it as like mama. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, and then they just don't use Carol Kane. And I was so excited for her to speak no, because I they recognized her. But they don't use in, her at all. In the same way that the first one was about like exploring his backstory, this one, I guess, explores her. But it, I think it does it in a better way, especially when they are talking about... Well, <laughs> up top, they talk about how she has a fear of bouncy houses. And then yeah. I guess because they called her like a cootie queen or something like that. Yeah, yeah, cootie something. And then... <laughs> I the first laugh I had in the movie again this is like minute 40 45 was yeah. when Kristen Chenoweth was like oh let me let me test let me see if you still have them and she goes cootie oh cooties <laughs> Kristen Chenoweth it was so funny in this so funny. I always want to see her in my Christmas movies yeah she's, she's in perfect for Christmas Deck movies the halls I think it's like a Matthew Broderick against um yeah Danny DeVito Christmas movie and she just kills it. She's just like Susie Homemaker. Yeah. Her shorthand is wonderful. It's like she's going to be warm and chatty and overshare and she's the MVP of this section for me. Little honk. Oh. She oh, is honks. she is the MVP and what's fun about the way that they structure it is that there is some blending later on, but for the most part, these are like separate sections where the actors don't really know what was going on acting wise in the other in the other scenes. So Kristen Chenoweth is really just like going for it in a way that the other actors hadn't committed to yet in the other scenes. <laughs> yeah, I wanted that level of commitment from all involved. That's um, what I was saying like in the beginning, mm. just like go for it. I don't know. Because Kristen's my favorite, I'm inclined to say that for certain. But I think the sister-in-law in the first section is giving that same energy. That homemaker, welcome oh, yeah. to the family energy. So, I'm yeah, I'll just say that some people are doing it and some people aren't doing it. And it's infinitely more fun if everyone's doing it. Yeah. That's that's all. Just like ramp it up. That's it. Cootie just, Kate. Just, that was her name. Cootie Kate. Turn it up to a 10. <laughs> but she, this is where the movie kind of takes like a little bit more serious of a turn she goes, Kate goes to the bathroom and finds a pregnancy test. Not hers. Not hers, just takes it. And I'm, I think they're quite expensive. I mean, don't quote me. It just wasn't her property. It wasn't. She very clearly marks it as hers. Yeah, she marks it all right. <laughs> um, I can't wait to ask you, how did you feel about the little niece being a little douchebag? <laughs> well, okay, so Reese you know uses the device and then she sees the result we don't see what the result is and she no, puts and it, that's the first big mystery of the movie big mysteries is she pregnant or not so she yeah. puts she puts the the test stick down and her niece comes in and takes it um after reese lies and says it's a magic marker and then it's she's like marker. she's like well you just dug yourself into a hole because we're not allowed to have those in this house so she's like <laughs> that was pretty she, funny. she's like so i'm definitely gonna report this now <laughs> i have to go tell my mother <laughs> what's funny though is like she was okay not for okay she was sitting on the toilet she was like two feet away she could have just like just grab it just grab it. <laughs> just go tackle her for it <laughs> yeah but she chooses to let her run off 
and a yeah, chase she goes into- a chase ensues chase ensues this is the second panic attack of the movie for me in the bouncy house yes um those things are scary when you get like piled on they're fun when there's not that many people in there but there's too many children in there there are too many children and what's weird scary. about the bouncy house scene is that she's in there for maybe 30 minutes because like she's there for a really she gives it so many attempts to try to get her yeah. her pregnancy test back like and these she, kids ha- are agile yeah they can throw and catch so easily yeah they're it's really good it's really <laughs> difficult to get from one end to the other is what we're learning yeah. about this bouncy house and that's all cross-cutting between her mother and the women showing brad the photos of her younger years that we are supposed to just die laughing die at. over these phases she went through yeah these phases <laughs> um we're sorry we're sorry to anyone who <laughs> is offended by this movie it is it, 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 it's offensive it's 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 dated let's just say that it's dated it's dated it's very um yeah, they're trying. They're really poking. They're making a punchline out of her weight. Not yeah. cool. Not Former cool. weight. Yeah. Former weight, and they're making a punchline out of um her like high school best friend, who I guess she didn't date or hook up with, but they're implying that the girl wanted to or something. I don't know. Whatever it is, when they bring it up to Reese in the present day, she's very much like. Ew! No! Yeah. As opposed, oh my god, no! She just wanted to like put sunscreen on me a lot. Oh yeah, we went to the beach right? and we would play masseuse or whatever. It was like yeah. It and was, then she realizes it. It it hasn't aged well. Let's just say that. Yeah, age like milk. We love that phrase. We love it. But and Vince Vaughn finally has like fuel to be like, "You're mad at me? Well, I'm mad back at you for not telling me you went to fat camp." And it's just like. Ooh. Apples and oranges, bro. This is not this is not the same thing. <laughs> no, not the same thing, but luckily um Reese grows up like gathers the strength to instead of trying to cross the bouncy house, she's just going to pick up the children and throw them into the walls until yeah. she can get it, get across and then she gets the retrieves her test. Retrieves it back and then we get to go to another locale, the Mega church. Oh, no, the mega not church. Not yet. The mega church. <laughs> I lived for that cut. It's like a oh, quick cut. Oh, me too. Cut. I was so excited to go. I was screaming. It's like a quick cut on a cross. It yeah. looks like, an, like a nightclub. And they're playing like club music or something. Yeah. This is like one of those modern mega churches. Yes. Did you watch that new series on HBO, The Way Down? It's about this mega church lady who runs a weight loss church. It was so mm-hmm. good. Wait, it's is it a, a documentary? Re- yeah, docu-series. Oh, fuck. I'm in. That it's sounds so, so funny. so wild what this lady did. She's, I'm she's, pretty she's dead now. She's dead. Oh. She died when they were filming the documentary. And now they have to... And now that she's dead, other parishioners are going to come forward because now they feel comfortable sharing, like... Basically, it was like an expose documentary. But now, like, more people feel comfortable, wow. like, explaining or, like... I'm obsessed with culty things. Yeah, it's very Anything- culty. I'm obsessed with cults, and I'm also obsessed with like mega church type things. Yeah, this um, I find them so fascinating. I always want to visit them. Yeah, I have family oh. in Virginia, and we always pass by this church. Oh, should I say their name? Maybe they can get us. It's called the Wave. 
Is it, that's the name of the church? The, the name of the church is called The Wave, and it looks like a coliseum when you yeah. get past it. It's like that. This is like one of those mega churchy type deals, but it um it looked like a lot of fun, actually. Everyone seemed to be having a really good time. It looked like way more fun than I've ever had at church. And um, Reese and Vince Vaughn, we'll just cut to the chase. They get they get volunteered to be Mary and Joseph. In the, the starring play. roles. The titular. That's a titular. Now, were you ever in a nativity play? I was. Um, <laughs> you you were. So we had a we had a nun no. we had a nun in our school at our um like Sunday school program who of course she ran the program. What am I saying? She <laughs> would also direct the play, right? And okay, the this nun was known for being very controlling. She's very, I think she's like an underrated comedian, but she doesn't know that. And (laughs) she, every year, she would get like really frustrated with the performers from the Sunday school for not doing the story justice. Like, Mm -hmm. like if one year I was like an angel and like she would make me repeat the line over and over again because I wasn't like enunciating it properly for the whole church. Do you remember the line? Tell me you remember the line. I don't remember the line. But then every year, every year, it's the same story. I mean, the story doesn't change. So you do the same play every Mm -hmm. year. After a certain point of performances, one year she made the executive decision that she would read all the lines and we would just pantomime it on the stage. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing screams I've given up more than that. Yeah. She's at it. With and you she guys. she carried a big tambourine that she would smack against her leg <laughs> to keep you on beat with like the movements. <laughs> it was this pre- is good. This is real good. This yeah. Is good. So it made me think of that because I was like, wow, if Sister Krista was running this play, then we wouldn't be worrying about the dialogue because. And actually, it was sort of run like a Sister Krista play because the guy sort of just narrated it and. And they, everyone, yeah, just needed to to perform, and she couldn't. She couldn't swaddle that baby. That was wild to me. Was like, just put him down. Just put him down. Just put all you have to do. Put him down. Put the baby down. But she was like, "I need a bigger swaddle. I need a bigger swaddle. I can't." Here's the thing: don't even show us the small square of a swaddle. Swa- swaddle. Just show us that you don't have one, and then panic that you can't find it. Oh, this. These are good notes for her. I wish. I wish she would have gotten. I them. wish. I wish they consult they consulted us before they made they, this movie. They the yeah, so this the 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 nativity story play does drag during the during the main moment when the baby oh Jesus my, oh is my there. God, just put him put down. Put him down. It's like a weird uh, what they're what they're like smacking you over the head with is like she's thinking about being a mom. She's not comfortable putting the yeah. baby down without she properly is, swaddling him. Yeah. Not like, ma- not maternal giant not, arrow at her head. Yeah. Look who look who sucks. Yeah. And like in the previous scene, like she like couldn't even be paid to hold a baby. And now she's like, I'm not I can't put him down. He doesn't have the yeah, right clothing. But And then Vince like really just kind of hams it up. Oh as my god. This was Joseph. my least favorite scene in the movie. Yeah, he's annoying. <laughs> it was too much. It was way too much. I did love <clears throat> The only thing that the only saving grace of him hamming it up as Joseph and like commandeering the room was watching like Mary Steenburgen dance in the audience and Kristen <laughs> Chenoweth like her face light up and like her body shake as like the crowd was getting more and more into it. 
that was really fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, the crowd was really giddy with his performance. And that's all we needed to see. We needed to see those reaction shots of them having the best time ever. Yeah. He like took the reins and rewrote the story in a way that was a little uncomfortable. Doing his like best Vince Vaughn shtick. Um, I, I guess as much as this is a Reese Witherspoon vehicle, it is a Vince Vaughn vehicle as well. You know, they're sharing billing, I'd imagine. I think they are. Let me see. Yeah. Not in my world though, but you're but right. But not in my world. Like I want to ignore his existence in this and in most things. If I'm being honest. You're right, though, because so much of the movie is him. (laughs) I I know that's like a no duh, but it's like some of, especially based on some of the movies that uh, most of the movies we watch so far, it's Mm -hmm. like solo him, like him processing things. Like even when we watch like True Lies, like even when it was Arnold Schwarzenegger, it was always Arnold in conversation with someone else. Like it was Arnold and Tom Arnold or Arnold and Jamie or Arnold and that other girl. It was like, it was like Vince Vaughn. And I was like, they're sharing billing, but it feels like the Vince Vaughn show and they're giving him more to do. He just has the more showboaty things to do in this movie. Yeah, because... And she's there, like you said, to be in conversation with him. And that's so annoying. I think what's strange about the comedy in the movie is that I get it that this is Vince Vaughn's shtick. And I know that people like that. And that's Mm -hmm. your prerogative. But (laughs) what I wish they would have done is instead of having... Reese have to meet him where he is. I wish they would have let Reese do Reese. Like, give me election Reese, where she's like yeah. uptight and like neurotic. I want to see her shtick. If we're getting his shtick, I want to see hers. Because she as does well. that neurotic energy so, so well. perfectly. I mean, it's this, you know, we see it in Big Little Lies, we see it in Election, we see some of it in Legally Blonde. I was like, give me that. Like, that's what I'm coming for. Do you want to know this movie really does pull a fast one on me? Because in the opening scene, she's giving us the Tracy flick. Exactly. And I, was like, I was so happy. I was like, yes, yes, yes. She's giving like him the, she's denying this man who's coming on to her in the yeah. opening scene. And she's doing it in the best way possible. Classic in her, Reese. Classic Reese way. Like, you might look good on paper, but we all know you're this, this, and this. And this conversation has been boring. And she leaves. Because before That's I, the last time. Before I thought it was role play, what I thought it was, was like their first meeting. I know that's what yeah. the role play, I know that's what the role play is. But I thought it was, was like, I thought like, I thought like they were giving us like, oh, this is who these characters are. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like this is, that's, you know, these movies are just to communicate who these celebs are. Yeah, just distill it into this like little piece. And I was like, okay, I get it. He's goofy and annoying. She's uptight and like neurotic. Fine. I can watch that balance. But when it, in their real life, or rather once they leave their role play, we're led to believe that they're actually the same person. The same. That's what they're trying to tell us. They were telling us that they were two peas in a pod, that they believe the same thing wholeheartedly and they... Yeah, they both buy into this like lifestyle. What it ended up becoming was it looked like she had to fall into what he was. Yeah. Instead of like letting them share their thing, it looked like she had to just kind of like erase Herself. her Reese Witherspoon-ness to yeah. become Vince Vaughn. Yeah. 
to get them to come together. And I was sad about that. And I, I think, I think there's the mo- a way to do this. I think the movie also tries to say that like she has lost part of herself and like she is rediscovering what she wants, but it it's it's not as intelligent as that. It it definitely was just like you two are gonna do the same comedy. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. I hate to go here, but according to reports on the Trivia oh, page. I know, I know where this is. Reese going. and Vince hated each other. Did you I see read, that? Yeah, I, I it was the first thing that I saw when I actually looked up the movie. When Good. I, I was looking that up the sense. cast. No, apparently there that was like such drama on the set, you and I read that like the principal piece of the drama started because like when they would get ready to do their scenes, Reese wanted to take it like serious. Not yeah, portray rehearse. it seriously, rehearse, but like he was like, No, I'm just I'm not gonna rehearse, I'm just gonna make it up, ad lib it. And she was yeah. like, What? That's kinda like what comes across. Like he comes across she as had someone to. who just But like I acting, hate this. Acting wise, I think it actually does sort of speak to what we're talking about because it was almost like she was forced to meet him on his level because like you can't have one person ad libbing and and being uh, that style and the other person wanting to follow the script. It's not going to work. Yeah. This like makes me kind of sad because I would be the Reese in the scenario, not to brag. I, I would be her. I would take it seriously. I would go by the script. Um, I would like do what my director wanted from me. And the fact that he's just going to throw out all the rules and make it the Vince Vaughn show. Yeah. Um, that would not, that would totally annoy me. And then you know how it's going to turn out in post. He's going to kind of look like the star too because he does have some ad-libs that they stay on him for. Yeah. Like I know for a fact he's ad-libbing the whole Radisson thing. I'm pretty sure. And he's doing a lot more like shitty, not shitty ad-libs. I mean he's being mean in the yeah. ad-libs. And they're choosing to highlight them because they think it was funny. And she's just someone who's like playing by the script and she looks... She looks like second build instead of they're sharing billing. So, okay. I'm really glad I saw that fact. I didn't realize. Now you know. Okay. So they do the church thing and then yeah. and then we're done. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this woman doesn't know what she's doing. It's he pretty much makes it about how much she sucks. It's too much. Cut then, to the car again, right? Now we're going to his mom. Yes. And... I'm trying to think. We don't get the car conversation yet, the baby conversation. That's after mom's house. I think that's on the way to the dad, right? Okay, yeah. So we have one more. That's where everything happens. Yeah, we have one more fun and games section. We go to his mom. It's Sissy's Basic. Again, how did they get her in this movie? (laughs) I I don't know. She's doing great. She wanted to do a Christmas movie. She's doing great. I mean, she's also acting in a different movie. I mean, in the sense that. I, I just feel like she didn't she didn't know what the other scenes were. And she was just like playing sweet mother. I'm sure she went to the premiere and was like, wait. Now this I will is say the when movie she, I'm in. When she now the only thing that we have to talk about in this scene, because it's really just whatever, is the taboo game. Because the that's game. that's really the highlight. Because the <laughs> what they're what they're now teaching us, because each of these oh, now what I realized uh, I wrote this down after the last section, I was like, this movie actually is very religious. This is like a pilgrimage. Like we're going from <laughs> stop to stop learning things. And Dead. the lesson the of homeland. Yeah, the lesson of this stop is that not only do they like each have secrets that they didn't tell each other, they just like 
they don't know anything about each other. It's not just yeah. like these one facts, it's everything. And that all comes to play in a, t- a wild game of taboo. <laughs> yeah, this is one of my favorite devices in the movie. It's the best, it's the most successful in communicating. This was the best, yeah, the, this was the best This is the best scene in the movie. In the movie. Just by that juxtaposition of, okay, so they're playing taboo and they get nothing. They get none. They're not able to win any points. Not able to win any points. And Sissy's face is holding the buzzer and just buzzing when he says words, when he guesses words. You can't say that. You can't say that. (laughs) And she's like taking her job really seriously. And he's like, I'm I'm the person giving the clues. Like what? It was really funny. funny. Yeah. They, Vince and Reese can't get a single word correct. And I didn't even notice they were there, but I noticed they were there during the game. But the same couple from the first party are at Sissy Spacek's home, which makes sense because it's also That's their mom. their mother. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we said up top, pretty shocking that four Christmases could have been two Christmases if they just decided to meet at each other's homes. But I guess the idea is that they're divorced and they can't be in the same room together. Yeah. But they're also showing, they're also until the end beating you over the head with the idea of don't get divorced. It's bad. Yeah, this is an anti-divorce movie. <laughs> it's very anti-divorce. Yeah, but I loved the other couple playing Taboo, which was <laughs> the sister-in-law, Susan, and I forget which brother. It's either Denver or Dallas. But <laughs> How could you they... forget? How could you forget? Well, be- one of no, them I'm is John kidding. Favreau, I, and the other one is Tim McGraw. I just saw really? that. Really? Did okay. you see that? They are doing Shook. really good work. They're good. They're doing great work. I, I think it's John Favreau. But they... And- they, They're getting every single one. They get every <laughs> single one. In if you've never played Taboo, you have to get the other person to guess a word, and the card gives you five other words you're not allowed to say. Yes. So it really is place your strength if you're able to build it into your life and explain it. And that's yeah. what they do. And, and it's boom, 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 and they get all of them. I screamed when the one when it was like it, <laughs> that the, was your favorite. My favorite one is she gives the clue of. I helped you figure this out last Thursday night. And he goes, alibi. (laughs) (laughs) I like, I I laughed during the Cootie Kate scene, but I scream laughed during this. This was, this was literally the funniest. This was the funniest part of the movie. It was so funny. (laughs) And the timing was impeccable. And those two earned their keep that day. They're literally like, how afterwards Reese was like, how many did you get? (laughs) Seven, seven, Like, oh, it's really it. hard to get seven taboo words. That's that's really impressive. I would probably I love these kind of games like the pictionaries and the like the guessing games. But yeah. if I had to limit my vocabulary, that's that's hard. It's so I hard. Like you really have to, to you really have to be simpatico with your with your partner to simpatico. To get well, I want to play this. Yeah, taboo is fun, but um, again, this is this is merely just a device to 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 highlight how little these two know about each other yeah and it's very successful and i loved that little i just loved it it was such a good little part and then we get we go to the last house yeah we get the car ride to the last house we're yeah we're driving to the last house and And it all spills out and they they had had a little minor fight at the last house it's like irrelevant as to what it was but like it just signals to us that like something is rotten in the state of Denmark. Like something, something, something bad is happening. <laughs> if you couldn't already tell, yeah, they're not doing well as a couple. I mean, anybody would break down after this day. 
It's been it's been so it's been long. fourteen hours. Oh my god! It was like take me to the airport, and I'm already like out of ten. Let alone I went back home and went back to bed. Let alone go to airport. three parties after. Yeah, so this is like the car ride where things actually do get kind of serious and we have to take care of business in the screenplay. Like we kind of know all this is coming. She spills that she took the pregnancy test and he flip, he's flipping out and she's like, it was false. And I was yeah. like, oh, damn. Oh, right, because still up until this point, we still don't know if she's pregnant. Yeah, or it's not. one of the good secrets. I, I love secrets in screenplays. I love when you don't find out, when you kind of have that lingering. It's the only thing we want to know in the yeah. screenplay is, is she pregnant or not? And they, it's like anticlimactic. She's just not. Right. She's not. She's just not. <laughs> I guess. Like you pulled yeah. the goalie? You pulled the goalie? That's not cool. Oh, my God. Like accusing was... her of like just getting pregnant without consulting him. Like, bro. It was, it was, it was gross. And I bet that the script on the page might have handled Didn't it a little that. bit more delicately. But like. Yeah. He did not. <laughs> yeah. If they hated each other, it makes total sense. It makes total sense. But they get yeah. to they get to her dad's house and she's essentially like, I'm gonna do this one solo. See you later. Yeah. He's like she's like, I can't go in there pretending anymore. The most yeah. honest thing that's said in this whole movie. And she goes in alone and her father's John Voigt. Do you think, and I wonder if Angelina Jolie saw this movie. I know. I felt like he was talking to her directly. I know, right? So it was like, just, this is like his on Golden Pond moment. Instead of, yes, he's talking it to, was. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to pretend you're Angelina Jolie. I think so. And he has like a lot of really poignant things to say about family and getting together. And this is the first house where I felt like it was Christmas. I was going to say that. The, o- the first and only. Finally felt like it was Christmas. And I was so happy when we got inside after his spiel that... Kristen Chenoweth was there. And yeah, so the, the mom, Mary Steenburgen, Kristen Chenoweth, the little niece, they've all gotten together. Yeah. Um, Christmas number two has folded into Christmas number four in right. the best way. All the same people from before, but it was really mm-hmm. sweet. And you're right. This was the only party, and it's not just because his house was nice. This was the only party <laughs> that actually felt like Christmas. Like there was like, yeah. there was like eggnog and a tree and lights and a fire. Lights, fire, that golden glow of Christmas. And still yes, no music, still yeah. no music. And yes, was his house the nicest house? Yes, but. Yes. <laughs> but it actually felt like Christmas. It did. And I was pretty relieved to see it. And I just needed more of that all in all. And yeah, I actually, kinda... I, for the first time in the movie, and I think like talking about it now, it makes more sense, like why I felt this way. But once Reese was alone away from that man, I was like, okay, I can dive into her character. Like I, I felt much better. You could I see that you could see that so she was happy to be by herself on set. <laughs> yeah. And it gives him a chance to go and reconnect back with his dad. Yeah. Oh, right, which right, right. Is just great news for our, it's good news for both of us. We needed a break from them together. And then like, okay, granted. I know that they have to get back together. I get it. Ugh, but I was yeah. sort of like, I think things are better. Me too. Separate. Me too. <laughs> this is a they pro-divorce were, movie they were, as far as I'm it concerned. It actually was get a pro-divorce movie because they, they were much better people apart. Agree. I was like, keep them apart. Keep them apart. I liked these moments better. It was like, 
finally they didn't have to be like these two like clowns they were like showboating for everybody including themselves and now they're just like real people real people and i felt like reese was like actually able to act and not like and you're right not wear the red nose and like squeeze a little horn yeah she didn't have to like just place she literally was giving him all the assist moves and he's scoring all the goals she's there just like lobbing him passes and he's like really bringing it home and you could tell whoever edited this and the director and whatever was like yeah cut to him oh my god every time they think he's the star yeah so she sees the family having a good time and she you know they show they don't tell but she's like oh i want a family i want a family (laughs) And he, he, after talking to his dad, comes back and is like, I want to start the conversation of maybe one day possibly getting married to you. If you're listening to this pod, Stephen is giving his best snooze face right now. Snooze. <laughs> Again, I know, I know we had to have the scene. I just... I feel like that could have been a Vince Vaughn addition too. He's like, my character here wouldn't say I want to have family with you. He'd say I want to maybe start trying to maybe sort of kind of one day think about getting it's married. It's like, can we just be serious for a minute? Yeah, <laughs> he would really bug me on set. I can feel it. It was like, oh my God. But they, they've each had their come to Jesus, so to speak, moments. And <sighs> now they're getting back together. Yay, friends. Yay. 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 Oh, my God. This, I just looked at the movie. The runtime's an hour 28. That's light. That okay. means they didn't have, First that of means all, they didn't have much. Not only I'm that, thankful. Not only that, Chanel. What? It is an hour 28, but I, pa- I stopped the movie when the movie ends, which is essentially now. There yeah. are 10 minutes of credits. It's an hour. Yeah. The movie is an hour It's an hour 18. 18. Yeah. Yep. Isn't that is. crazy? That's crazy. That means they didn't have a lot. Ten minutes of credits is a long time for a movie like this. I to make something theatrical, to get something a theatrical release, I think it needs to be about seventy minutes. You yeah. can't sixty is not is too short. You can't call it a feature film. Yeah. So they're at seventy eight well, minutes of in, actual movie time, and then ten minutes of credits, like you said. In the in some of those articles that I read, the one of the problems that came about with them fighting is that then like Reese refused to film certain scenes with him. So I think like mm-hmm. they actually, I'm not that I don't, not that I think the movie was going to be two hours, but I bet it really was probably a 90 minute movie. And yeah, I think they a classic had, 90. I think a lot got cut because an hour 18 is so random. It's too short. I mean, the movie felt like it was yeah. seven hours, but it was like, Oh yeah. One I was like, what? Yeah. This movie was absolutely dragging and I kept checking the runtime and that's saying something after we've done true lies. If you want to know how I feel about that movie, go listen to that episode. (laughs) Yeah. And that was two and a half hours. But yeah, when you see an hour 18, something, something is up, something was up, something happened. And I am reading like there was supposed to be like a love scene and she refused Good for her. Like, thank God. Yeah. I mean, I guess there maybe, I guess there, maybe there had to have been a love scene because they do end up with a baby at the end. <laughs> I, for, I mean, the movie is over, but like surprised to get back together and then they have a baby and yeah, a year later they have a baby and this just like undercut and cheapened the whole thing for me to play the same joke again, which is they didn't tell their families. After oh, right. This, Cause this the news day crew, of right? learning. 
yeah, after this like wonderful 17 hour day on Christmas of like learning about family and coming to love one another and they didn't learn any lessons. They didn't learn not a single fucking goddamn thing. Cut to they have a baby. Hey, are you going to bring your family in here? No, we've told none of our families. Our families don't even know we have this baby. Yeah. Hugh, junior reporter, news crew. <laughs> junior First reporter. baby born on... <laughs> call back. Yeah, call back. <laughs> First baby born on New Year's Day. How do you feel? Vince Vaughn and his dumb face. Cut to black. Literally. Oh my God, this freaking movie. Here's the thing. It like... <laughs> It wasn't it wasn't a Christmas movie and that's fine. No. But it also that's wasn't okay. I don't know what it was. I don't know what the movie was, honestly. It was a game. It was a game. It was a sick it, game. It was a day of of games, fun and games. Less fun, just games. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe it's what just... they could have done, what they really could have done, like and where this would have where like ramping up the Christmas would have helped is that like what we never got in between the different parties we got we got frustration that they didn't want to go but we didn't get like that haggard like Jamie Lee Curtis and Christmas with the cranks like Christmas overwhelmed feeling like we didn't get Mm -hmm. them slipping in the snow as they're running from house to house tripping with pies like things like that to stress like to remind us like this was one day and also it's Christmas yeah, I wanted all of that. I wanted all that so badly. Like that's what you're signing. It wasn't up Christmas. For. It I it it didn't they feel like Christmas in, like, day. They were cool cats, both in their black, their best black outfits. Yeah, ready to just be the most surface level human beings you've ever met. Where was the house where you walk in and the mom goes, uh uh uh, you're not wearing that here, and they give them the ugly Christmas sweaters <laughs> and they go change now, and then they take their yes. clothes and they throw them out. And then they have to wear the Christmas outfits for the rest of the movie. Because even like, okay, her mother, Mary Steenbergen, you go into that house, they're just wearing a lot of pastels. Like, she was wearing not... like a jewel-toned like satin shirt. They're all in like p- light pink and light blue. I right. Mean, where is the Christmas? Frame these two as the biggest Scrooges you've ever seen. Like show me cr- Christmas explosion. Yeah. At you know the, all the houses. What's funny is Ugh. that like when you Google it, the four Christmases, you know how it, like you can, it comes up with like, oh, you can rent this on Google Video. I don't even know if that's a product, but something like that. And like it pops up the reviews of people on Google Video. Mm-hmm. And like this one commenter, I, I think we we probably disagree on most things politically, but I feel like I agree <laughs> with her here. She was like, she was like, this is the problem with holidays now. This movie might, like might as well just been called Four Holidays because I don't see enough Christmas. Where's Christ? Where's the Christmas? And I wanted to like be like, yes, like you're right. You're right. But then I was like, oh, like we probably disagree on like 99% of things. But like right here, I'm like, yes. She essentially yeah. was like, this is this is the problem problem with all this holiday business it's christmas <laughs> four christmases has bipartisan criticism yeah it felt it felt it felt very like it felt like we washed out the christmas yeah did, and that's okay did. it could have been i mean it's okay to have a christmas movie just but just like lean into it <laughs> like where's the where's the christmas that's really funny because yeah i wholeheartedly agree with that woman's take and then i'm like <laughs> she's right Am I the problem where I'm like, wait, you're not going to wish me Merry Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But like, like the movie's called Four Christmases. Exactly. That's it. There's just the movie's called Four Christmases. Okay. That, and the, to her point, she was like, they should have just named it Four Holidays because sure, <laughs> make one or two of the family members agnostic or Jewish. Easy. Yeah. I again, it's just like yeah. I, I think she made a good point there, and I agree with her. I don't know her name. Yeah. Good on you, babe. Yeah. If you I find it. it, I'll take a screenshot of it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like trying to like see if there's anything. Oh, many of the film's key scenes were improvised. We know that's a nightmare. This isn't curb. Oh this isn't curb your enthusiasm. It didn't seriously, Vince. Take a seat. It didn't work like that. I would have loved to have been on set for this. I want to see this drama. Oh, the eye rolls. I'm sure were. Oh my god. I okay. If I'm like a PA on this set and Reese and I are like at the craft services table together, I just want to like lean over and be like, I I know. I see it. I see. I see it. I see you. I see what you're doing. And I want you to know I couldn't do what you're doing. And you're doing great. And then maybe she might tear up or something. Maybe. And then take her carrots and hummus and walk away. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how I see it happening. She's like, pass the salt. <laughs> At least she went on for the next decade to have a killer career. And what I, I don't even care what he's doing. I don't. I how mad I am at Vince Vaughn for doing his job. I am mad well. at Vince Vaughn. I'm mad I'm at legitimately him. upset with him because I think he ruined this. I agree. I 100% agree. Think he ruined this movie. He just made it the Vince show with he his shenanigans. Have a team player. Okay, I get they have to have a guy in there. Whatever. Get somebody who won't do that. Put Owen Wilson in there if you need that <laughs> brand. Okay. I'd rather have Owen Wilson than him or Ben Agreed. Stiller. Okay. Give me one of those. Yeah, I know oh, Ben uh, Stiller. Paul, ben Stiller would. Paul Rudd would have been bipartisan. Paul Rudd, give me one of great. those guys, and yeah, don't give me someone with mass appeal. Yeah, agree. Me, and I actually, Paul Rudd would have been a great choice for this because he would yeah. have been able to. Because I think what the movie wants you to feel is a connection to both of them, and mm-hmm. you end up not feeling. I'll speak for myself. You don't feel a connection to either of them by the end of the movie, and yeah, it's like that's fair. And it's like, I was rooting for Reese, but I was like, you know, there's no there there. She yeah, doesn't, I like, what is her job? Like, he has a job. What's her job? I know. Just to like, like I said, it's her job is to give him the assist passes. And I feel so bad. I feel really bad for Reese Witherspoon in that regard. And I think Paul Rudd has the shorthand of being likable. Like, you like him. So... It kind of makes kind of like we love Steve Carell. So any cringe thing he says as Michael in the office, yeah. you're kind of already on his team because I you're think, endeared to him. Yeah, I think Paul Rudd would have been able to give that shorthand of like light and bright without mm-hmm. being like gross, which Vince yeah. Vaughn does. <laughs> yeah, Vince is just like sleazy. Sorry, Vince, if you're a fan of the pod, but Yeah. And and like <laughs> that's his shorthand. Okay. Yeah. So it's like it's fine. We're not saying we're not even saying anything like newer groundbreaking the shorthand of when you cast Vince Vaughn is kind of like egotistical sleazy doesn't really care about his appearance doesn't care what he looks like and he's gonna he's there to just like shit on your characters <laughs> yeah so he I works feel like better Paul as a side Rudd, player yeah give him a supporting role he could have been one of the brothers I mean he was one of the brothers but he could have been a different brother put the yeah put, put the country singer in the movie get him off the bench Tim McGraw get you I would have rather had Tim McGraw a person I didn't know was in the movie until right now I didn't know Tim McGraw was in the movie either until I just looked at the IMDb anyway. and John Favreau okay so this one was a doozy I'm sorry that it wasn't the most fun for you Stephen. here's Apologies. what I'm I'm glad that we got this out of the way because I feel like we'll 
we're going to do more Christmas fun and cheer. And I'm glad Mm -hmm. that this was the lowest step to step on. Because I think yeah, it can good thing only, this wasn't the end. Can only get better from here. <laughs> nowhere, nowhere to go but up. Nowhere to go but up. <laughs> nowhere to go but up. Yeah, I'm happy that we started on this note. Only gets better from here. The next Christmas movie I see better have Christmas cheer. Throw up Christmas cheer all over the screen. Yeah. I just want to see tinsel, sparkle, ornaments. I want to see too much Christmas. Yeah, I want to see the Christ back in Christmas. Agree. We're also kidding. Yeah, I just want. I just want the. I just want the aesthetics. I just want the sparkly. I want paper. the aesthetics. Yeah. So it'll be interesting where we go from here. Who knows? Who knows? All right. I feel good about that. I mean, I have nothing else to say. Quite truly, there's nothing else to say. I mean, how much more can you say about all a movie that takes place in an afternoon? <laughs> the how? What else can you say about a movie that's one hour and eighteen minutes? Truly. And that's really pushing well, it. That's with like that epilogue. I guess we I guess we said more because we've been talking for longer than an hour 18. So Shut up. We <laughs> talked longer than the runtime of this movie. <laughs> so, okay, we have to stop then now. Okay, thank yeah, you everyone. I'm over it. Thank Please you so much. Rate, review, subscribe. What he said. And please <laughs> just to put please, this one to bed. please just, you know, keep Christmas in your heart. Yeah. And run out and support something Reese Witherspoon's doing. She really needs the help. Yeah, she's broke. Go donate or something. Yeah, she's a gig- giver of Venmo. Okay. All right, bye, guys. Bye, Steven. Bye. bye.